Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I have an enormous, huge announcement today for you. Please stay tuned. I'll get to it shortly into the show. I don't like teasing stuff forever. Hey, stay around to the end. Big announcement. I've got that. Um, Something happened. I was gone. Obviously, yesterday we did an interview show. Hope you liked it. Big news on what happened to me. Development with YouTube. Also, the Democrats are finally saying the quiet part out loud. Paul Begala, Democrat insider, blows the lid off what's wrong with the Democrats. Don't miss it. Today's show, um, it's been a few days. Yesterday, I was off the radio. I was off the podcast. You say, oh, there's a podcast here. There is, but it was an interview we had taped last week. I hope you like it. We got tons of feedback on Dr. Stephen Quay and James O'Keefe. Dr. Quay on coronavirus. Joe was even talking about it before the show. He opens with a bang, showing you like hard evidence how this thing may have been manipulated as a weapon. Uh, It's just go check it out. You don't want to miss that. Okay, a lot to get to. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. So small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com slash survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, Joe, missed you, man. Let's go. Yes, yeah, sir. Baby. It's Super Tuesday. It is. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's, it feels like a Monday. Well, for us, it kind of is. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed like I said, the interview show we put out there on Monday. We got tremendous feedback. It did phenomenal numbers with Dr. Quay. Um, here's what I was up to. It was my daughter Isabel's 18th birthday. I love you, my dear. It has been one of the greatest honors of my lifetime to raise two daughters. She is my oldest. <laughs> She's right. now an adult. Yeah. Uh, there are some of the photos. Uh, this is just one of them, me dancing with her. We had the party up at the great Ohika Castle in Huntington, New York. I have family up in New York, so unfortunately I had to travel back to New York for the because I didn't want them to have to travel down here. But we had an Ohika castle. There's a picture of me and my daughter and then a picture of me and my wife. Uh, you can see dancing at the party at the beautiful, glorious Ohika castle. Shout out to Gary, uh, owns it, who uh, really took care of us. But it was a great party. Thank you to everyone. I really appreciate it. Everyone who showed up. It was an awesome party. So that's what I was doing this weekend. You guys are part of my life. I share my life with you. Now let's move on to the, uh, the, uh, the other stuff, the important stuff going on in the news. A lot's happened, folks, since we've been gone. So over the weekend on Friday night, because YouTube is full of cowards, chumps, and commies, I got an email from some uh, communist, Coco Pinnell, who, weird, some couple of folks were like, oh, no, uh, she's our representative up there. Ha! You have a representative in ScrewTube? That's hilarious. Uh, You fell for that? So here's what happened. Reclaim the Net has the story, Christina Moss. YouTube suspends Dan Bongino. Moi, after he breaks Rumble traffic records. Joe, totally a kawinky ding, buddy. Yeah. So YouTube has now censored and suspended our account for speaking the scientific truth about masks. (laughs) Which is kind of funny because, Joe, how long have we been asking YouTube to suspend us? These idiots walked right in. We've only it's on. It's it's on video. So these idiots walked right into it. So I get an email from this Coco Pinnell, one of the communists over there at YouTube. They're like, no, no, she's our liaison. You don't have a liaison at ScrewTube. Stop falling for this scam from Coco. So Coco emailed uh, us and told us, hey, your account's suspended for basically speaking the truth about masks, scientifically backed truth about masks. And we don't like that because we're communist a-holes. 
So, um, and they said, yeah, Coco said, how about we jump on a call to discuss? Gee, jump on a call to discuss. Sure. I'll jump on a call with Coco from YouTube. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I decided to send Coco an email. Um, Here's the email. I won't read the whole thing. Basically told her what I think of her garbage uh, hit platform with an S in front of it. And I said, I'll make a counteroffer to you guys. And this is as uh, the Colin Farrell character says, playing Sonny in Miami Vice. This is the only deal, YouTube. There will be no negotiation, as I indicate here in the email. If you'd like to read it um, on Rumble, you can. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Here is the only deal. After your suspension, YouTube, I will immediately post content questioning why masks have been totally ineffective in stopping this pandemic. I dare you to do something about it. Respectfully, kiss my ass, Dan Bongino. Man. I don't think Coco liked that email, Joe. I didn't get a response back from Coco Chanel or Coco Pinnell or whatever her name is. Uh, Yeah, she was a little upset. Which is okay. I emailed her again last night saying, Coco, thank you for walking right into that. Why did I want YouTube to suspend my account? Because I wanted to make two points. That when you cite the science about masks, YouTube isn't interested in science. It's an anti-science platform. What they're interested in is Democrat propaganda. Democrats love the face diaper and the mask. So if you speak out and actually speak science, I wanted to make the point that YouTube would suspend me for going against the Democrat narrative, right? Conveniently, YouTube hasn't suspended any of the people for actually speaking misinformation on their platforms like the Washington Post, the New York Times and elsewhere, who promoted the idea that the lab leak story, which now appears to be true, was a conspiracy theory. They weren't they weren't kicked off YouTube for misinformation. We were for citing the hard evidence about masks. YouTube doesn't like that. Either does Coco uh, Coco Pinnell. So here Coco was upset because we had said and we will say again what we've said the entire time that those surgical and cloth masks you wear have been entirely ineffective at stopping the pandemic. And by the way, when the suspension is over, we'll be putting this exact same info on YouTube. Look at me, horse blinkers, YouTube, Coco Pinelli, whatever your name is. I dare you to do something about it. We will be putting the exact same info up. They may be slightly, slightly effective if you are expelling contagious particles at blocking a droplet here and there, if not aerosolizing the edge, maybe. Masks have been entirely ineffective for stopping the transmission to non-sick people and stopping the pandemic. It's a hard science. Um, now, has Fauci, has his, have his clips been pulled from ScrewTube? Coco, Pinelli, have they been pulled? Dan, why would they pull Fauci? Fauci's their messiah. He's their god. Um, because it sounds kind of like Joe... Something Fauci said. Here, check this out. Right now in the United States, people should not be walking around with masks. You're sure of it because people are listening really closely to this. Uh, Right now, people should not be walking. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And it might even block a, a droplet. But it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. Coco, Pinelli, is Fauci, is that clip in? That's 60 minutes. Is that misinformation? You folks, you, do you see why I can I, I I'm not messing with you. This is not a trick. It's not a stunt, as my friend Andy used to say. It's not an act. I literally, I am not speaking in figurative terms, want YouTube to ban my account. Because I cannot wait to look my kids in the eye in 10 and 20 years and say, your father was on the right side of history. And look what happened with these big, powerful, organized interests that saw him as a threat. I'm not kidding. I cannot wait for the seven-day suspension to be over to repost exactly what I said before and watch you communist assholes do the exact same thing. I can't wait. Now, why isn't Dr. Leanna Wen, noted leftist, by the way, why isn't she suspended from YouTube? I guess this would be misinformation about masks, too. Telling people cloth masks, something we've stated before as well, are totally ineffective. 
and are just face decorations. Oh, here's the receipts. Check this out. Cloth masks are not appropriate for this pandemic. It was, it's not appropriate for Omicron. It was not appropriate for Delta, Alpha, or any of the previous variants either because we're dealing with something that's airborne. Of course, she's not suspended because YouTube's a bunch of leftist communists and she's one of them. Uh, so again, I think that's fairly obvious, folks. There's really no need to, we all know this. But here's really why they targeted me, YouTube. Folks, I have become um, public enemy now, I think, number one. I'm serious uh, on the left. My announcement in a few minutes, you'll see why. I'm an existential threat to them. We caught them lying about lockdowns, school closings, vaccine mandates, and masks. And all of their efforts to stop me have only led to me and my partners creating new alternative parallel economy tech platforms to beat them at their own game. Have you noticed the attacks doubling and tripling down? Have you noticed how now even we've caught the attention with a wink and a nod from Joe Biden and people in the White House? Me, Tucker, Joe Rogan, and others. Oh, you doubt me? You should. You should always doubt everything. Make me produce the receipts. It keeps me honest with you. Here's Joe Biden last week. This is the president of the United States in what I believe is unquestionably a violation of the First Amendment, calling on private companies to censor free speech. Watch this. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do it. Personal choice impacts us all, our hospitals, our countries. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. COVID-19 is one of the most formidable enemies America has ever faced. We've got to work together, not against each other. So while private companies like ScrewTube are perfectly entitled to become communists and uh, destroy their businesses by censoring free speech, what they are not allowed to do is collude with the government to do it. Was there some collusion here? Don't you find it awfully convenient that right after Joe Biden gave that speech, DirecTV booted OAN, a conservative network, from their platform. By the way, if you have DirecTV, dump them today. Today. Do not wait. I don't have DirecTV. It's a non-issue for me. But it's not a non-issue for me in that I will stick up for OAN, even though I work for Fox News. Defend OAN and free speech and dump DirecTV today. You think it's a coincidence nah. that I get banned from YouTube? I get suspended from YouTube? And You think that's all a coincidence right after Joe Biden demands it? Now, that is a First Amendment violation. Folks, they're terrified of me. Look at this Forbes article. Nicholas Ryman. Fox News' Dan Bongino leads conservative news resurgence on Facebook. They're terrified of me. They're terrified of me because I tell the truth, and me and a handful of others have managed to break through the mainstream media monopoly and get you what you need to hear, despite their, their endless gaslighting efforts. Now. Just some more proof to you about this mask thing and how crazy this has got. Here's a 2009 study showing you this quote, quote, this is a quote from a study. It's up at Relias Media, does continuing education for healthcare professionals. Surgical masks, not effective, study shows. Study show. this isn't my words, this is an actual study. Institute of Medicine panel, they were considering PPE against the H1N1. They did a randomized clinical trial. And they could find that the surgical masks were not effective. Now, the KN95s properly fitted can be. You going to wear a KN95 all day? Good luck. Gets even better, folks. So a reporter from the Daily News, excuse me, Daily News, Daily Caller, Chrissy Clark, she reached out to Arlington Public Schools. Glenn Youngkin was just uh, inaugurated as the new governor of Virginia, thankfully, Republican governor and said we are going to be scrapping statewide mask mandates. Well, Arlington Public Schools, again, full of communists, said, not us. We're going to put those face diapers on our kids. So this Chrissy Clark, she did the right thing. She reached out to APS Virginia, Arlington Public Schools. Hey, what data are you using exactly? Because there's not a single randomly controlled trial anywhere on planet Earth showing the effectiveness of masks that hasn't been discredited or doesn't have massive confounds. Okay, not one. So Christy Clark emailed Arlington Public Schools and said, hey, clowns, can you show me the data? Here's how they responded. <laughs> Just ignore her. 
They wrote, Frank Bellavia wrote, FYI, this got the Daily Caller. They, they got it. I recommended not responding to the Daily Caller. It won't get us anywhere. Frank Bellavia, Director <laughs> of Communications, Arlington Public Schools. That's how confident, Joe. Guys, that's how confident they are in their data, that they recommend not responding because it won't get you. Why not respond? Show her the data. Make her look stupid. You can't because you know what you're doing. Now, showing you even people sometimes on our side don't really get it. Here's Nahal Krishan, the Washington Examiner. The story, I gave this guy some time yesterday. I'm regretting it now. Dan Bongino takes victory lap after YouTube suspension, says it proves double standards. Yes, that's correct. It was a victory lap. and I, I, So here's what he has to throw in at the end. He has to throw in that the efficacy of masks was examined during this randomized trial from Berkeley. He cites the Bangladeshi study. Here's the hilarious part. He puts a link to his own paper, the Washington Examiner, saying that the study has several limitations. Yeah, the Bangladeshi mask study, folks, anybody who cites to you the Bangladeshi study on masks, immediately laugh at them. You know what they found, fellas? That studying 300 villages and 30,000 people, that there was a difference between masks and unmasked populations of all of, what, 5,000 cases, 6,000 cases in the unmasked? 20. Oh! 20. <laughs> 20! So as Phil Kirpin, who's great, said to me this morning, if you flipped a coin 30,000 times and found 20 more heads than tails, would your conclusion be that the, the coin is biased for heads? <laughs> Good job, examiner. Well done. Citing your own. Uh, oh my God. So here's my big announcement to move up before I move on to some other stuff. And I want to cite a story coming up next. How trust in government and media because of things like this has completely evaporated. And is leaving us in a real hole. I am really super excited to make this announcement today. Beyond excited. Uh, my company, Parallel Economy, uh, is now going to be announced this morning at 8 a.m. A partnership with Rumble. Rumble, the free speech alternative to YouTube. In the first step in building an entirely sensor-resistant ecosystem. The website is ParallelEconomy.com. What does it do? It is a payment processing platform. It is a payment processing platform that is cancel culture resistant. I'm asking you again, please, if you are involved with companies like Stripe and some of these other companies that cancel conservatives, to please strongly consider getting away. Paralleleconomy.com. Go today. Many of you have asked what's going on with Align Pay. Fair question. I always have to share with you. I have moved on from Align Pay. There's no ill will. I just wanted a new partner I felt could grow my business. So I took what I learned in payment processing from there, me and my partners. We moved on to a partnership with Rumble. We are building an entire ecosystem. So wherever you're processing your payments now, I'm humbly and with the greatest of respect asking you to help us support this new ecosystem that has the left terrified. Paralleleconomy.com. You can see on the Rumble video, my podcast here today, that's what the logo looks like on the homepage, Parallel economy.com get away from stripe get away from these uh, these these companies that can't stand us free speech advocates and please process your payments with us we are really proud of this announcement with rumble we are building huge things and i'm telling you there is uh there's a big future ahead thank you for your yeah, patience congratulations thank you. dan thank way you. to go oh, thanks buddy yes thank sir you. i've had it everybody here is surprised because i have to keep all this stuff quiet they right. just found out today too so paralleleconomy.com thank you for the kind words joe it means a lot to us okay moving on i got some stuff coming up next about how government trust in the media now the polls are just devastating and the government are totally evaporating i had a video of a democrat saying the quiet part out loud i mean really one comment you should all take to heart coming up next with cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. 
Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Um, evidence, uh, folks, sadly, I'm to the left on all of this stuff with masks doesn't matter anymore. You can see the these Virginia pediatricians still upset at the governor for pulling the mask mandate. They, they strongly recommend, Joe, children put the mask diapers on at school uh, while rates of COVID infection remain high. Whether they actually work is a secondary matter, then, of right. course. Um, and that's why... You see stories like this that popped this morning in Axios. It's a deeply troubling story, and, uh, and, and no one should you know, do a victory lap again uh, on this. I really candidly wish we had government officials, I know everyone does, that were honest, had integrity, had dignity, and that we had a media that could tell us the facts and let us form opinions on those facts. We don't have that, folks. That's not a world that exists right now. And because it doesn't exist, and we have a media fully in bed with the Democrat Party, interested in propaganda, not science, and we have Democrats interested in control, not liberty and freedom, we have this story by Sarah Fisher, which will be in my newsletter today on my website. Distrust in political media and business leaders sweeps the globe. This is troubling. And this isn't a shout and fraud moment, folks. This is real trouble that we have a, a country full of 330 million plus people. And others around the globe, other countries too, where people have forfeited. They're like, we don't trust these. They've, they've forfeited any faith. They're like, we give it up. We don't want it. We don't want, we don't believe you idiots anymore. Look at this poll by Edelman's Global Trust Barometer. A majority of people globally believe journalists, 67% of people, government leaders, 66%, and business executives, 63%, are, quote, purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. Around the world, people fear the media is becoming more sensational for commercial gain that government leaders continue to exploit divisions for political gain. Here's the only piece of good news out of this. The only, and I mean the only, piece of good news out of this entire story is that we are about to hit a valley, folks. We've been in bad places before. The United States is the most wonderful, prosperous country on planet Earth. You should pray to the Lord Almighty every night. Thank you for being alive even at this moment in this wonderful country you've blessed us with. But the hard reality is sometimes we need a kick in the teeth. We're getting it now with this Biden administration. We're getting it now with the media as well. And as people start to tune mainstream media out, they're coming to sources like me. They're coming to sources like the Daily Caller and the Washington Times and others. They're going to these mainstream outlets on the right that have been telling you the truth for a long time. It's going to take a while for that transition to be complete and the parallel economy to grow itself. But as I was talking to Guy this morning, he's like, I feel it happening. I said, me too. It's going to take a while. It's going to take, it's not going to happen overnight. But make no mistake, it is happening. And why is it happening? Why are the Democrats in the media, government officials, being laughed at and mocked? You read, you read the polls yourself. I'm not making it up. It's an Axios story. They're a left-leaning outlet. Here's Paul Begala. I want you to watch this video. Paul Begala. This guy has been involved in Democrat politics for as long as Armacost has been playing the guitar. And that's a long time. That's like 87 years. Joe has been playing the guitar for a very long time. Here's noted Democrat <laughs> hack insider, Paul Begala. He says the quiet part out loud that, hey, the Democrats, it's, it, he basically says people who vote for us, for Democrats, are idiots. Uh, he may say it with using euphemisms, but make no mistake, that's what he's saying. Check this out. Did President Biden put more effort into getting infrastructure passed, for example? Well, he he got infrastructure passed, and that's a good thing because success can can breed success. He is putting the full force of the presidency behind it. I think the problem for the Democrats right now is is not that they have bad leaders. They have bad followers. As you cut that, did you think to yourself, did he say that? <laughs> Someone said that to me this morning, and I'm like, did Paul Begala... I mean, this guy, again, has been involved in Democrat politics forever. You can go back and watch videos of him debating like Tucker Carlson, seriously, like 20 plus years ago. He just said out loud that the Democrats have a problem with their followers. And I, I agree. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats are voting for this stuff. 
Begala sees it from a different angle than I do. My point here is that Begala's right. They do have a follow-up problem. Democrats, you keep voting for stuff that's getting you killed, hurt, and bankrupted. People being thrown onto the subway in New York City, homicides out of control in liberal cities. You saw the debate this week, and I assume many of you on my Fox show, Unfiltered. You voted for this. I brought this up last week, talking about the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, another, uh, you know, another one of these Soros-type stooges. The Manhattan District Attorney has already come out and said, we're not going to be prosecuting these petty crimes anymore, petty crimes, and we're not going to be prosecuting resisting arrest. Ladies and gentlemen, I showed it last week on my show, Wednesday or Thursday, whenever it was. He literally ran on this. And he won. I met the guy he ran against, by the way, this past weekend. It's totally cr- crazy. I just, I didn't tell you guys this. I'm at the party. This guy comes up to me. Hey, Dan Bargito. I'm like, who are you? He's like, I'm the guy who ran against Alvin Bragg. No joke. I'm like, I was just talking about you. This guy lost by like 60 points to Alvin Bragg, who ran, ran in Manhattan on, yeah, we're not going to prosecute these low-level crimes or resisting arrest. Paul Begala's right. You voted for this. You do have a follower problem. That's exactly what you have. He's talking about it differently. Like, oh, you just got to take care of Joe Biden better. I'm talking about it this way. No, you just got to stop voting for stupid stuff. Denny Green, right? Coach of the old coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Remember the clip? They are who we thought they were when a dumb reporter asked him why they lost to the Bears by so many. Were they who you thought they were, Denny? They are. Who we thought they were. The Democrats are who you think they are. Everything you think they are. Defund the police, high taxes, massive amounts of government red tape, government-controlled health care, anti-public safety, anti-science. Everything you think they are, they are. They are who you think they are. Come on, Dan. You got to produce some receipts for that. Okay. Um, Here's Eli, Eli... Mistal, you've seen this guy before. This is a seriously, uh, a person in serious need of a mental health professional. He's on MSDNC, Eli Mistal. And <laughs> this is, you want to talk about an implosion? Again, you think they, they have a follower problem, the Democrats. Pobo Gala's right. Here is noted Democrat activist, Eli Mistal, or Mistal, I don't know how to say his name, suggesting here that Democrat senators, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are, quote, the people Martin Luther King warned us about. <laughs> Watch this implosion. Check this out. People like Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, these are the white people that Martin Luther King Jr. warned us about. These are the white liberals who have no sense of urgency, commitment, or integrity when it comes to the progress of justice in the country. And that's just that's just a fact. Okie dokie. Leftist calling his fellow Democrat senators who, uh, by the way, the reason he's doing that is because they don't support nuking the filibuster, which Chuck Schumer, the head of the Democrat Party in the Senate, is on video saying multiple times he doesn't support nuking the filibuster either until he did because AOC is going to primary him. So Ellie Mistel thinks that they're both uh, basically implying they're both racist. Folks, it gets worse. I got another video coming up for you a second. You know what? Let me let me get to my next sponsor. This is by, you, I know you've seen it. It's the uh, one of the minority owners of the Golden State Warriors basketball team. But I got a different angle on this. It's where we've been here. About, again, how these people, they do have a follower problem. They have these fake social justice warriors like this guy who really all they care about is their bottom line. You're never going to get loyalty from a party out of people who care only about money and a bottom line. Ever. Again, back to our narrative here about how the left is who we think they are, and even them on the inside being forced to observe who they really are. You're seeing this implosion now. They have a followers problem. Bagala just said it, Democrat activist. The followers problem is not the followers problem they think they have. They think they have a bunch of followers who aren't left enough in supporting Biden. In reality, they have a bunch of followers working or voting for things like Alvin Bragg that they find out later get them killed, hurt, or bankrupted. 
And why? Because the money people backing the Democrats and elsewhere, these big tech people, are all big leftists too, but they're total frauds. They'll call out conservatives in the United States for speaking the truth about masks, but they won't say anything about Uyghurs being put in concentration camps in communist China because their dollars are on the line. We'll talk about it here. Here's Chamath Palahapataya. Forgive me if I'm saying your name wrong. It's the best I can do. People butcher my name all the time. It's not intentional. This guy's a minority owner of the, he owns a small sliver of the Golden State Warriors. He's on a podcast. Here's again, him saying the quiet part out loud, like, hey, the Uyghurs, I don't care about the Uyghurs. Basically, I'm too important for that. I got other things on my mind, you know, like, you know, money and, 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 and whatever, social justice warrior stuff. Really? People being tortured, not your concern, huh? In one of the world's most powerful economies. Check this out. Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You, you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's nice that cares? you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard. So wait, I'm you're telling you, you personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that I care about, it is below my line. I mean, you want to talk about an elitist, bow tie wearing, foie gras eating snob? It's below your line. People being forced sterilized. People being forced into concentration camps in one of the world's most powerful economies in China. It's below your line. Now, he's issued some semi-retraction, pathetic effort, but you heard what he said. You heard exactly what he said. Now you see why this Washington Examiner story by Paul Bedard, which will be in my newsletter today as well. Now you see why this is happening. More adults identify as Republicans, given Republicans their biggest edge in 25 years. I'll say this now. I'll say it again. I'll say it a thousand times. Folks, the Republican Party may not be the solution to all your problems. We don't have enough good conservatives yet. But the cause of all your problems in a flawed world, we have two choices, Republican or Democrat. I wish it were different. And I hope it is one day. But it's not right now. In a flawed world, Republicans may not be the solution to all your problems, but Democrats are most certainly the cause of all your problems. And in a flawed world, I'll take the Republicans any day of the week and twice on Sunday. It's that bad. They're having more issues, folks, because they cannot seem to stick to a set of principles. You saw it with uh, that gentleman, Chamath, there, who's supposed to be this big social justice warrior, leftist guy, whatever it may be. And yet when asked about actual human rights, forced sterilization of women, repression of a religious minority in the Uyghurs in China, not only does he not take a stand, he says, I don't care. I'm too important. It's beneath my line. His words, not mine. I don't know the guy. Thankfully, I've never met him. I'm telling you and have been telling you for a long time, these people have no dignity. They don't have an ounce of principle in them, not one. Remember how the Democrats, uh, with the whole Russia hoax, you know, this, you know, Trump, Russia is in bed with Russia. And remember the Democrats just telling us last week that they have to nuke the filibuster, that it's racist and terrible that it's awful, even though they defended the filibuster for decades. Remember that? We just played the audio before of Illy Mistal, a Democrat uh, activist, saying you're a racist if you don't support nuking the filibuster. Yeah. This, is, this is like, this story, uh, Washington Examiner story, uh, Biden and the Democrats only like filibusters that protect Vladimir Putin. You realize the same Democrats that are telling you that it's racist to support the filibuster, right? are now filibustering a Republican effort to stop the Russian pipeline. Weird. So just to be clear, a filibuster's racist, but it's only not racist when you can defend Vladimir Putin's oil interests in Russia. How do you keep voting for these idiots? Paul Begala is right. The Democrats have a follower problem. He's right for the wrong reasons. He, he thinks... He doesn't understand. He thinks he's saying, hey, get behind Biden. Your followers aren't loyal enough. No, you have a follower problem, all right? You keep voting for people who don't mean a single damn thing they say. Ted Cruz is sponsoring a bill to stop this Russian pipeline from basically cutting off Europe and going right to Germany, which will empower Putin like you wouldn't believe. 
the Democrats filibustered the bill. While speaking out against the filibuster and while shutting down the Keystone Pipeline in the United States. You, you can't believe this story's real. I'm telling you it's real. The Democrats are shutting down a pipeline in the United States to get us petroleum assets and energy while supporting a pipeline to Russia to enrich Putin using a filibuster they're telling everyone is racist before they said it wasn't racist and it was great. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Perfect timing. It was perfectly timed because Guy was saying something. I want to make sure. Yeah, Guy said... Didn't they used to call Trump the Russian stooge? Yes. Yes, they did. That's the point. Ah, <laughs> uh, good one, geezer. Hey, Trump, the yeah. Russian, Russian stooge. But Biden is like, ugh, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to I really, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. The imagery, my, it's just. <sighs> now, this is where it gets even more hilarious. So the Democrats use a filibuster to help Vladimir Putin build his pipeline. That's not a joke. Read the story. It's in my newsletter. While telling you the filibuster's racist. And in order for Chuck Schumer to make the point that the filibuster, Joe, is super racist, he gives this speech recently and he says, you know how racist this is? If you guys don't nuke the filibuster so we can pass our election hijacking measure, this racist county in Georgia where you have to drive 23 miles to vote, stuff like that's going to be everywhere. And I thought, wow, it's a racist county in Georgia? That's stopping people from voting? So I went and looked it up and found this Wall Street Journal article about it. Who are you calling dastardly, Mr. Schumer? Chuck Schumer said it was dastardly that this racist county, you better nuke the filibuster so we can get rid of this Lincoln County, Georgia, bunch of racists. People have to drive, drive 23 miles to vote. So I looked into it, Lincoln County, Georgia. I found some interesting facts there, Armacost. Lincoln County's a rural area, quoting the Wall Street Journal where President Trump won 68% of the 4,641 votes. Hmm. Lincoln County's election director, Armacost, Lil Vender Bolton, um, is unlikely, however, to be conspiring to disenfranchise minorities. For one thing, she happens to be black. Oh. Okay. She says, Miss Bolton says, the amazing thing about this story is that, uh, the the, <laughs> let me read this directly. The amazing thing about this is that the story is that I'm just after the black people and I'm not going to let them vote, Ms. Bolton says. That's what they're actually going out telling the people. And, you know, it's crazy. Ms. Bolton says consolidation of the voting locations has been on the table for a while and is in part due to the small number of voters and in part due to COVID-19 protocols. <laughs> just the time. Yes. A hundred million percent. That we, I would have been disappointed if you missed that one. Yeah, thank you. So just to, just to tie this whole story together, Chuck Schumer once vigorously supported the filibuster as a hedge against hotheads in the House of Representatives. Now Chuck Schumer, Democrat senator, uh, the Senate leader in the Senate, says if you support the filibuster he supported, you're a total racist. The Democrats then use the racist filibuster to make sure Vladimir Putin can enrich himself with a gas pipeline while closing down gas pipelines in the United States that'll bankrupt us. And then to, to, to uh, make sure he furthers his, his case that the filibuster is in fact racist, he cites a county in Georgia for being racist for their voting while the county's uh, director of elections or in the county happens to be black and only closed down some of the stuff because of the COVID-19 protocols Democrats support. Keep voting Dems, folks. You keep it up. This party's great. You keep it up. If the, this is, by the way, this is my favorite story of the day. I would have put it first if I didn't have to catch you up on the YouTube uh, fiasco this weekend. I would have put it first because I love this story so much. It, it almost seems, it, it, it seems unbelievable to read that even the Dems could be this stupid. But they are. You know why they are? Because they know the media will always provide air support. They know it. There is never any debate. They know the media will cover for their blatant hypocrisy and stupidity. Thank you. Joe, he wants to know if I want to say. No, but can I just say this on a brief note? I enjoy singing to my wife, Paula. I'm not a very good singer. Joe is extremely talented. Joe is a, no. my, my, not only my friend, but he is a very, I've heard him say, he's a very 
talented singer. I am not, but I enjoy singing. And I think you'd agree, Joe, the nice part about singing is you don't have to be that great at it. You can just no. enjoy it. Other people don't have to enjoy it, but I do. Right. And the song, so when we had the party this weekend, for my, I'm glad you brought this up, Guy, because um, we had the 18th birthday party for my daughter this weekend, and my wife dedicated a, the song to me. You know, ever hear Sand in My Boots by Morgan Wallen? I love the song, and I sang it to my wife on the plane ride up. And she loved it so much, she told one of the uh, music guys at the thing to play Sand in My Boots. And I always ah. sing her the court, the, I always sing her the chorus. Maybe one day I'll sing it for you, even though my version is terrible. But uh, I really enjoy the chorus to that song. It just reminds me a lot of my wife, the big uh, fancy internet developer, you know, super smart, beautiful, successful career woman. And then she meets me, this, uh, you know, grunt police officer guy, <laughs> hard edge guy. I just, I love the song. So I sang to her this weekend and I sang to her at the, at the, uh, at the party in her ear and she loves it. Sorry, just a little inside baseball. We spend a lot of time. What's that? People love my singing. Yeah, well, I think they're just being nice. But thank you anyway. They are. My singing's terrible. I, Jeff, I wish I had Joe's voice. Yeah, even, you know, mm. he's really good. Okay, you're that trading place. You're. We don't, <laughs> you don't need no jive turkeys. Ain't Thanksgiving. You're. Here's Dana White, for those of you who saw trading places. Dana White's the UFC president. Unloading unloading in this press conference. Here's the deal. He's talking about Joe Rogan, most popular podcaster in the world, daring to speak out about the COVID treatment he took, which I took too. And ladies and gentlemen, healed me in 24 to 36 hours. I'm telling you what I took. I don't know what your doctor will recommend. I am not your doctor. I'm not here to give you medical advice. I, however, do know my own body and do know my own doctor very well. And I'm not stupid. I can read data myself. I got COVID. You've heard the story. People ask me often to repeat the cocktail. I'll say it one more time. I got the monoclonal antibodies injections. I was symptomatic on Friday. By Saturday, I was as sick as I've been since I had dengue fever in Panama. I was better by Monday. How do I know that? You can go back and look. I didn't even miss a show on Monday. Everyone expected me to, but I didn't. I took ivermectin hydroxychloroquine, phenofibrate, a Z-pack, prednisone, vitamin D, vitamin C, melatonin, and quercetin. That was my cocktail. All I can tell you is in about 36 hours, I was done with it and back to work. Now I, get, I can work alone in the studio, so obviously I had to kind of quarantine myself for me and my family, but I was back to work in 36 hours. He, that's why the shows were a little late that day. Poor Guy had to work uh, from his house. Joe Rogan said that too. Hey, I took the monoclonal antibodies and the ivermectin. I got better. Folks, the left hates that. The left doesn't want you to get better. The left doesn't want you speaking about anything but the two approved narratives. Put your mask on. Get the mask on your face, even though they can't cite a single randomly controlled trial showing these surgical cloth masks work. Put the mask on your face and get your vaccine. They don't want to talk about anything else. So Dana White was asked about this. I'm going to cut this into two pieces. Here's part one of this uh, one. There's one smart-ass reporter trying to catch him. Here, check this out. I was wondering what your thoughts were with the 200-plus doctors trying to put pressure on Spotify, saying that Joe's a menace to... Are they really? Yeah. Well, how about this? Ever since I came out and said what I did, it's almost impossible now to get monoclonal antibodies. They're like, they're, 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 they're making it so you can't get them, you know? Medicine that absolutely works, they're keeping from us. I don't want to get too political and start getting into all this, but ivermectin and, and monoclonal antibodies have been around for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, you can't, you can't dig them up to save your life. The doctors won't give them to you. you know? And even when I did it, when I did it here in Vegas, which was however many weeks ago that I had it, like right before Christmas, I think, or something, yeah, I made one phone call and was able to get, to get it done. And that's not like some and rich famous guy like anybody could have could have called and, and you know because that's what everybody always throws at me yeah of course you can make a phone call and get it bullshit everybody could have got it back then um you know Lene had it Lene did monoclonal antibodies and did, did all that stuff everybody could get it now and you know rogan's been talking about it then i went crazy talking about it you can't get those things to save your life now literally so just to be clear dana white joe rogan and me, 
took this protocol, ivermectin and monoclonal antibodies. Dana White is accurate. It is an FDA-approved drug with a long history. It is not approved for the treatment of COVID. It doesn't mean you can't use it off-label. Doctors prescribe off-label all the time. Those are facts. But it is most clearly an FDA-approved drug for the treatment of parasites that doctors have used off-label um, with some success. Some success? How can you say that, Dan? People said it didn't work. Um, because I took it. And it worked for me, which means success. Now, some will say, well, it was the antibodies that did it. How do you know? <laughs> the point is, you don't know that. The antibodies were quite effective, I'm sure. But how do you know there wasn't some effect of the ivermectin protocol? How do you know that? How, I'm asking you, how do you know that? You notice how when you challenge them on science and you ask them to back up their assertions, they can't? So here's another reporter chiming in, and this is where the story gets really good. Dana asks him here, there are one reporter who wants to be a smart ass and says, hey, uh, well, uh, you know, how do you know, uh, what are you, a doctor? So Dana White says, well, make your case. The guy doesn't say anything because he can't. And I got a simple response to the reporter who asked Dana White if he's a doctor. Check this out, part two. Are you, are you surprised at the backlash that people don't even want to allow you to discuss options and pretreatment? It's, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's one of the craziest things that I've ever witnessed in my life, you know? And you're, we're, we're talk, I'm not talking about um, experymental drugs or things that you said. This stuff's been around. And the guy, the ivermectin, the, guy, a doctor? Won, the guy won the Nobel Peace Prize. You're a doctor? Huh? You're a doctor? No, but there's plenty See? of doctors there you go. that do. Uh, Here he comes. <laughs> I just asked a question. Are you a doctor? No, but I, but, I, but I took them and they both work for me, so why shouldn't I be able to take them again? Or other people? I won't answer. I'm no, no, come on, dive in. We, we do have a but Why shouldn't we be able to take our them? Own decision. Right? You, you want to know what's scary? I bet I could get some pain pills quicker than I could get monoclonal antibodies. No, not maybe. That's a fact. That's a fact. They hand out pain pills like, the, like they're Tic Tacs. Notice how he tells the smart-ass doctor who asked him if he's a doctor to make his case, and he doesn't. Notice he doesn't? And he asked Dana White if he's a doctor. Is the journalist a doctor? Did he not miss that? So again, to be clear here, if you're not a doctor, you're not allowed to take a drug prescribed to you by your doctor. Because ivermectin's prescription, you're not allowed to do that? So if... Um, if some kid takes that, uh, what is that, uh, retinol thing for acne and puts it on his face, if the kid isn't a doctor, he shouldn't put the retinol cream or whatever it is on his face for, for acne. So if you have high cholesterol and a doctor prescribes your blood pressure, a statin, unless you get a medical degree, you're not supposed to do that. Am I, am I registering this right? So Dana White, who took a drug and says it works for him, is not allowed to say that unless he's a medical doctor. But you're allowed to say, if you're not a doctor like the journalist, you're tracking guys, that the vaccines are definitely the best way going yeah. forward. And they will stop transmission of this, which is what they said early on and turned out to be totally discredited. Are they calling out Rachel Maddow for losing her mind and melting down on her show, insisting that the vaccine would stop transmission with each vaccinated person? A now thoroughly debunked anti-science statement. She had no evidence to back that up at the time. Is she a doctor? Good point, Key. Is Rachel a doctor? She's a rude scholar. Is she a medical doctor? That's the hilarious part. The journalist isn't a doctor and only needs to know your credentials. If you're a doctor, only needs to know them if you say something he doesn't approve of. Masks and vaccines. Say anything outside of vax, uh, masks and vaccines. And that's it. It's over. You'll be asked if you're a medical professional. I saw this article, too. This is just hilarious. A Soviet Stephen Rosenbaum. This is some clown at Media Post. Uh, I, I, it says good news about media misinformation. This guy just goes after me and Rogan and DirecTV for canceling OAN. And it's just stunning. Really, folks, to watch the useful idiots like Soviet Stephen Rosenbaum, this media site, a media site, the media, who have constitutionally protected rights to free speech, the big R, God-given rights, become useful idiots for the Soviets at YouTube, DirecTV, and elsewhere.
who were attacking Rogan, me, and OAN. OAN, I got your back. I got your back, and I know a lot of other people do. I work at Fox, but that doesn't matter. I believe in principles, and I believe in what you're doing over there. And if you have DirecTV, you should dump them today and let them know why. One quick note before I wrap. We, speaking of like communists, you know, uh, the cat lady, uh, Nan Doodles on social media, they're, they've all blocked me now. They've all blocked. Here's her thing. Check my ads. Now that we've exposed Nan Doodles, um, uh, love affair with supporting child predators and her partner, Claire Aiken, um, supporting buying sexualized material for teenagers. Um, and we've exposed her organization for lying and we've exposed Nandini Jammy for being an anti-Semite. Uh, they blocked us. So. <laughs> Yes, I block a lot of people um, on social media that are zeros, but that's here's the difference. I'm not interested in them. They're interested in me, and they block me. They block. This is hilarious. This is how you know our parallel economy is freaking them out. They can't take it, folks. We are building something outside of their control, and there's nothing the socialist loves more than control. So I'll conclude how I um, started today. I'm with you in this fight. It will be to the end. I, um, I'm not going to accept it. I don't care how much money Google has. I don't care how much money Facebook or Twitter have. I promise you, till I take my last breath on this rock we call planet Earth, I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to building a parallel economy away from you people. We did it with Rumble. We did it early on with Parler until it took $3 trillion companies to wipe us off planet Earth. They're back now. But I'm doing it again. Again, if you're using Stripe or any of these other payment processors, you're putting your company at risk. These people are not cancel culture resistant. I've dedicated my life to this. It's an ideological thing. It's not a money thing. So please, if you're using Stripe or others, we'd really be honored if you'd switch over to us. Go today to ParallelEconomy.com, ParallelEconomy.com. Switch on over and uh, you can rest assured. You'll be, uh, you'll be safe in our hands paralleleconomy.com. Thanks for being patient with us. We really appreciate it. I will see you on the radio show later. Thanks a lot. You just heard Dan Bongino.